Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Ron, you knew I'd get here on time, didn't you? We're at Bowser Chevy here in Monroeville, Studio B, one of our favorite places. Look at that TV. Look at that thing. Who's what, that? What's your nickname, Zeiss? Yeah. Is, is that what you are? You come walking in about a minute before the show? You made it, though. It's two minutes before Zeiss usually gets to his show, right? <laughs> Five minutes before Zeiss gets to his show. How, How are, are you? you? Yeah, I'm good. Jinx. How about you? You must have raced to get out here. Yeah, I went pretty fast. And, of course, today's the day that everybody went slow on the parkway, so I had to pass some people well, you know, on the their right. I had bad traffic, too. I left early. 10th Street bypass is closed so tie, because of flooding, I guess, and traffic was backed up everywhere. Did you say hello to Malsey this morning? To Malsey? Yeah. I didn't see Malsey. <laughs> Probably didn't say hello. Ron, I might be back on coffee. I don't know yet. Malsey? Where did that come from? I don't know. It just popped into my head. He, you know what? Boss, Craig Riley, he was just here. He had two questions in the mailbag today. That's why he was on okay. my mind. And it's a hell of a mailbag. I can't wait. I might add. Dr. S uh, Johnny Sins? Johnny Sins did not Dr. ask a question. Dr. Corn Feathers? No. Corn Feathers? Corn Fetter? No, he Corn didn't ask fetters, a question. Corn whatever. Yeah. Corn Fetter, if you can get that right in the future, Ron, I would, I would appreciate corn that. Corn Fetters, okay. No, not plural, just Corn Fetter. Corn Fetter. Better. Good. I'll try to there work on that one. I'll try to work on that one. Can I give you an index card to take home? <laughs> Our voices sound different out here, it don't does, they? It does. They really do. It's a little bit odd, I would say. Mine sounds deep, I think. Um, a little bit. Yeah, very melodious. So you're melodious. back on coffee? Is that the no, breaking not, story? No, I'm not back on coffee. No, and okay. I'm not going back to coffee. At least I'm until not. tomorrow. Yeah, or, well, one day at a time. That's how we addicts that's, do it. That's exactly right, one day at a time. All right, Ron, we have lots off the top here brought to you by J.P. Roofing and Siding. Jay Caulfield's going to join us uh, in about an hour and a half here to talk a little penguins. But we got to start at the beginning, which is a very, very good place to start. And that is Art Rooney II spoke to both assembled local media and to Rob King over at Steelers.com. There's a couple little nuggets from that separate interview that are good. And, Ron, before we just start rolling on this, and we'll be able to interrupt uh, here and there with Sean Myers back in the studio, I mean, obviously the headline here is we still kind of believe in Kenny Pickett, sort of like <laughs> sort of like Mike Tomlin at his season-ending news conference. Yeah, yeah, we're real lukewarm about it, but we're leaning on the side of believing towards him. Yeah, I mean, he didn't say anything that I didn't expect yesterday. I mean, Tomlin goes, this is a huge year for Pickett. It is. Um, I mean, he flat out said we need better quarterback play. Yeah. And they do. Um, they absolutely do. That's why I disagree with Art that he, you know, Tomlin had said that he thinks this year's team finished in a better spot than last year's team. Did, right. And he feels better about being closer to uh, uh, closer to competing. Um, I don't. You know, Pickett looked pretty good at the end of last year leading those drives against the, the Raiders and Ravens. Pickett got worse this year. Yeah. I, I don't know how you can feel better about the team this year than you did last year. Now, I know Art cited the draft choices this year, and they had a good draft class. There's no doubt. Uh, has a chance to be one of their better ones, you know, with, you know, Joey Porter, obviously, and Broderick Jones. And, you know, you go right down the line. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, you know, Benton. Um, but I can't feel better about this team now than I did at this point last year. 
And, you know, he said, we're tired of losing. We're very impatient here, blah, 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 blah. So what are they going to do about that impatience? We're, we're going to listen to this. He also talked about the coordinator position and Mason Rudolph. And they seem to want Mason Rudolph back. But what I don't hear is we're going to make every effort we can to get Mason Rudolph back here. It sounds like they want Mason Rudolph at their price after he checks out the free agent market, which is very different than badly wanting Mason yeah, Rudolph yeah. back. They, they would not let him get to that point if they really wanted him back. Right, or at least they try to prevent try it. I mean, you right. can't stop him from no, checking no, out. No, no, but I mean, you know, make him a good offer. Yeah. He'd be satisfied. We're going to make every effort to have Mason and back. I, you know, he said it takes two to tango, and I get that. It does. Um, you know, Mason had said in his exit meeting that they told him they want him back. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But again, I'm not, I'm not sold that... Mason and Pickett as your two guys coming back next year, you're going to end that impatience. I think there's got to be somebody else. I think probably 95% of people who watch football around this country would agree with what you just said and what Peter King said. It's just that it, it's coming just, to camp with Kenny Pickett and, and Mason and Mason Rudolph, it, you're not going to find your answer to anything meaningful. Right. I mean, you went over the Super Bowl odds yesterday going into next season. Again, the Steelers are living, Mike Tomlin's living in the comfort of low expectations. If he can meet them or barely exceed them, he comes out the hero. And, you know, the 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 annoying part to me is that Art says, you know, this needs to stop basically. We're getting impatient and includes the head coach among the people me and Mike and Omar are getting very impatient. You know, right. well, what? Mike and Omar, Mike especially, is the guy responsible for you needing to be uh, patient or impatient, whatever. Right. He, he's not he's getting it just... done. He's not getting it done. He hasn't for a long time. You... And, I, and I saw Art and say, well, he can still relate to these 20-year-olds. They play for him. Yeah, I get that. But he hasn't won a playoff game in seven years. 412-928-9370, the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Fan Twitter, you can get involved there, brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net, and of course, the fan text line. We're still waiting to do text in the city with uh, Sean Myers. We can't figure out if, how to get to it. If he can find the text. <laughs> Brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Here's something else that's bothering me, Ron. Something Tomlin said and something Art seemed to reiterate, which is the need to have NFL play calling experience for this next coordinator. Why is that a prerequis prerequisite? Why? Well, I mean, I think anytime you have experience doing something, you're better off. That doesn't mean some of these guys that are being hired around the league have it. Um, I think it depends on each case. I would prefer to have someone who has called plays before, too. But, you know, like Matt Canada never really had, except, you know. At, I know. Um, I'd rather have somebody who has it. I don't know that I would. I would rather have a guy. Well, I shouldn't say that because if you bring in a coordinator, say Arthur Smith, okay? Yeah. I'd I, he better have a good quarterbacks coach. I want somebody that can help my quarterbacks. Yeah, and that needs to be the coordinator first and foremost. A quarterback coach is great. It needs to be a, it, the coordinator who need. You know, I'm not that interested in like the development of of refined technique and things like that. I want an offense that's designed in a way in which this quarterback can maximize himself. Can succeed. Whatever that might mean, and that still might not be enough. But I, the the idea that it could be a deal breaker to not have experience. You know who else didn't have experience? Ben Johnson before he went to Detroit. He didn't have any experience. Bobby Slovic before he went to the Texans this past season. No experience as an NFL play caller. Mike McDaniel, none before the 49ers. He went there one year, parlayed that into a head coach. Kevin Stefanski, none before one year as a Vikings coordinator, parlayed that into a head coach. Matt LaFleur, none before the Rams, spent one year there, Titans head coach. Andy Reid's never been an offensive coordinator. Find me someone who knows how to design an offense right. and, and can implement that. I don't give a damn if he's been an NFL coordinator or not. It doesn't matter. You know, I suppose all things being equal, it would be great if you had it. Well, that's all I'm saying is I but, would prefer a guy with experience, but there might be the right guy out there that doesn't have it. I think when you have experience in anything – 
you tend to be better. You learn, you make your mistakes, you get better, you learn from them. But I'm not saying it should be a deal breaker. I'm no, there seems to be a, a lot of guys who don't have any who do great. Okay. I mean, Ben Johnson and Bobby Slovic are examples of finding young guys who are past game No, I'm not arguing with you at all. Coaches. I'm just saying if, if, it's, yeah, I, if it's one or the other, I would prefer I experience. understand. I'm just getting my point across okay. that I don't care about it, that some of the hottest head coaching candidates just spent one year as coordinators with no experience, and I'm not criticizing you. I'm criticizing Art Rooney and Mike Tomlin. Did they for say? Did they Mike say did, absolutely. A deal, deal breaker? I Does mean, this person have to have NFL? You don't remember Tomlin saying that? No, I said, he said I yes. He they said do. Preferred it. No, he said they have to have well, NFL. Any of the experience. guys, the two guys they hot, interviewed already, did they have play calling experience? No, that's what I mean. It's yeah. so it's clearly not a deal breaker. Well, clearly it is. They're in. not hiring either one of those two guys. Uh, okay, maybe. Okay, I guess what he said then doesn't matter. We'll see. I mean, Arthur Smith. Has, he said it. Arthur Smith has play calling experience. Um, the other guys don't, but they brought him in. Then is that just a waste of time? Who? To bring him in? Which guy? What, what is Jared Johnson? and? Uh, Don't guys bring in people all the time as wastes of time to interview? I guess. I actually would like him. Maybe they, maybe they blow him away. But that's certainly what I understood Tomlin to say. Well, listen to Art. He seemed to re reiterate that. Um, I, I just don't think based on who's out there that it matters really. It might be preferable that they don't have experience. They can just come in fresh. And hopefully and, and, Tomlin will give and them I have questions, free reign. No matter who they bring in as a quarterback that can execute their offense. Yeah. Whoever they bring in. Right. I think everybody does. You know, he's going to come in to Kenny Pickett and who knows who else at this point. Why don't we start listening from the beginning and then, Sean, when we want to jump in, we'll just say that out loud. How does that sound? That sounds great to me, guys. And then when we say. Yeah, Sean, how he's doing today? No, I didn't. I don't believe you did. How are you doing today, Sean? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We've already answered that question. We're both doing wonderfully. <laughs> I was just exchanging pleasantries. <laughs> I know you were. Salutation. <laughs> My mistake. All right, go ahead, man. We had a, a season of ups and downs, uh, some positives and negatives that we have to consider as we get ready for uh, the off season. Uh, our, our rookie class was certainly one of the positives that uh, – you know, we think we can take away from the season and build on. Omar, Andy, and his team are uh, already working hard on making sure we're ready to uh, bring in another good group from this year's draft. So uh, a lot of work to be done there. Uh, in terms of the next step, uh, we need to do everything we can to, uh, to make sure we get quality play out of our quarterback position going forward. And uh, we still feel good about Kenny Pickett and his future, but... Uh, he knows he needs to work hard to take the next step, and uh, we've talked about that. And you know, one of the things one of the things I think we we liked about Kenny in terms of his career at Pitt was that uh, how hard he worked, and, and he took a step every year. So, you know, we're looking for that uh, to happen. Jump here. in here, Sean. Uh, so I guess it's the intangibles, Ron, that yeah. they like best with Pickett. I mean, that's doesn't the, that's everybody the first thing. have intangibles at this level? I mean, didn't Tim Tebow have amazing intangibles? He did. Amazing intangibles. Um, you need more than intangibles. I'm, you know, Pickett works hard, yeah. Don't most guys that reach this level work hard? They have intangibles to, to get to that level. That does nothing for me. I'm sorry. Me neither. It does I mean, nothing. I mean, it, it I mean, does, we've, we've talked about the it factor. I do think there is something to that, actually. You're trying to say that something nice about a guy, and this is the best you can come up with. But that. if that's the first thing you mentioned, then then really your ceiling, and I felt like this at the beginning, and it might not be a bad ceiling, is somebody like Jim McMahon, right? Somebody who who's probably not going to win <clears throat> unless he has incredible uh, talent around him, and that defense helped him win a Super Bowl. But he's a gamer, as they say, Ron. Right. He, he's got that it factor. He does. But if you don't have the other stuff to go with it in this AFC right now, I think you're pretty much doomed. I'd like to see more tangibles myself. Me too. You know, he said he's got to work on pocket presence and seeing the field and finding the right guy and, uh, you know, diagnosing the defense quicker. And he, he said it'll come with experience. We well, started 25 games. It's not like he's... Uh, a rookie coming out and, and you don't know what to expect. Go ahead, Sean. Jason Rudolph came in and, and showed, uh, I think, what we're capable, capable of 
when we do get quality play at, at the quarterback position, and uh, we appreciate what Mason did, and, and uh, we're interested in bringing Mason back. I uh, think we have two high-performing running backs in Najee and Jalen, and uh, they, along with an improving offensive line, can be the, the foundation of, uh, of success going forward. So certainly some positives there that you know, as the season wore on, I think we saw, saw what they can be. Uh, as you all know, Mike is in the process of uh, hiring a new offensive coordinator, uh, so we'll have some changes on the staff on the offensive side. And uh, you know we're looking forward to have someone come in and take a fresh approach, uh, who can help our young players grow and perform, and uh, and have the offense perform at a, a consistently high level. <clears throat> On the defensive side, uh, I don't like to make excuses, but you know we got hit with uh, a rash of injuries that uh, at times was was difficult to overcome. And all things considered, I, I thought our coaches did a good job. For, you know, plugging in uh, guys who I needed a program to figure out who they were on Sunday sometimes. So it was it's a little crazy at times on that side. But bottom line is, I think we have a group of uh, a core group of solid players on the defensive side that we can we can build on and, and win with. Right here, Sean, Ron. Toward the end of the season, you were down on the defense. What's your final grade for them? All things considered. Uh, you know, I mean, I understand. I like that line about, you know, we needed a program to tell who these guys were. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I saw good things. I saw bad things. I understand they were hurt. Overall, I judge by what they did. And, I mean, I give them a C probably. So, top ten in points against. <clears throat> um, top five, I think, in red zone defense with all the injuries still just average? Yeah, uh, because, I mean, I didn't get it done in certain games. I, I mean, I, I, I got to judge them by what who is out on the field. I understand uh, that they're not going to be as good, perhaps, but overall, you got to find a way to get it done. All teams have injuries, and you got to find a way. Yeah, I agree to a certain extent. I don't think all teams have injuries like that. And I have to, I have to anyway, grade on a curve. They were six in points allowed, six in red zone defense, eighth in takeaways, 11th in sacks, <clears throat> with an offense that was actively basically Almost harming. Destructive. Right. Actively working to harm them, it seemed, in every single game. They're on the field the whole game. They never have a big lead, plus massive injuries. I give them a B, B to a B plus probably. Okay. They gave their team a chance to win just about every game. I'd say three were bad, 49ers, Texans, and Colts, and then those games you could use an offense to bail you out. And they had no offense from the very beginning in those games. Yeah. No, maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a little harsh. And in every other one, I think, I think they had a chance to win. And, you know, injuries are injuries, but I think Minka and Cam played a full game together twice the whole year. You lost all your inside linebackers, basically all your safeties at one point. <clears throat> so I didn't have a problem. I'm sort of with them on that. They're, they're not the problem. Do we agree on that? The quarterback is the problem. Yeah. The quarterback, the coordinator. The offense. But basically, it, it, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. More so than the defense, I agree. All right, go ahead, Sean. So all in all, I, you know, I like the way our guys kept fighting to, to get a playoff spot and uh, – I think there's a lot we can build on to uh, moving forward, and uh, you know we need to to find ways to make sure we're better uh, next season. So that's that's what we're about at this point. We'll so open it up. Happy to take your questions. You said you needed quality quarterback play. Um, is that inside the building? Can you, have you know, we, we still feel good about Kenny and, and uh, uh, where he can go. Uh, obviously, he does need to take another step and. and uh, and that's an important component of the next coordinator, making sure he helps Kenny take the next step. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. 
coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Man, you couldn't ask for more lukewarm endorsements from the head coach and the team owner. Uh, we're or whatever our we think he's going to take a next step. He basically stinks right now, but we're confident he's going to take the next step. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know what I, I don't know how much more they can say about him. Well, if they were confident they in him, they would say he's our guy. They don't. You know, I don't we, think they feel confident. Right, in him. and they're revealing that basically with every statement. I mean. You look around the league, I think he says later here that a lot of quarterbacks struggle for a couple years and then that third, fourth year, whatever. No, that's really not the way of it these days. By year two, you pretty much know what you have in this league. Now, guys can backslide a little bit, like a Tua or a Trevor Lawrence or maybe a Jalen Hurts, but I think I'd take any one of those guys over what they have. Didn't Billick say normally 25 starts? You you know what you got. Yeah. He's made 25 starts. Exactly. He's made 25 starts. Now, again, I know the the defenders of Pickett are going to say it's all Matt Canada's fault. Canada held him back. He had no offensive coordinator to help him out. We'll find out. That could be. I'm sure it's a factor. I, I don't think there's any question, but I just haven't seen nearly enough. Yeah, I don't think anybody has. I mean, there is the one fact that stands is the last full game Kenny Pickett played was the best game of his career, and it was without Matt Canada. So there is that, you know? Yep, but I still need, against what we've said was a bad Cincinnati defense, right? Yeah. And we say that about Mason when he had a good game against him. You're playing yeah. against a real bad defense. Right. But, I mean, that's I guess true. sometimes we've said that, but Mason that, played well, yeah. That's true. I mean, he did play his best game. So, we'll find out. And then he got hurt at, before halftime of the next one. So, we'll find out. They're going to have a new coordinator, and, and I think he's going to be the guy to start the year. When I look around at almost every quarterback who's good, it didn't take them more than two years. From the best, Patrick Mahomes, to the other guys I mentioned, you know, Lamar, Joe Burrow. One year, maybe, for a lot of these guys. Burrow was injured. Uh, Hurts, second year starting, basically. Uh, Who else is good? Matthew Stafford, that was a long time ago. It just, it shouldn't take this long. But you may have had the overriding issue of a totally incompetent coordinator, which, again, somehow is separated from... Tomlin, like, you know, Art said this will be solely Mike's hire and also sort of indicated that Mike had had enough of Canada. Do we believe that, that it was Mike who had had enough of Canada or Art? I I still think it was both. uh, You know, that Cleveland game was so bad. I think they probably just looked at each other in the room and said, we got to make a change. Again, I don't know who said it first, um, but they couldn't have, they had to eventually just said enough is enough. Somebody had to say it first. That's what I mean. I, yeah, I, I don't know I, who I, said that first sentence. They, he was bad enough in all the previous games that it would be very unusual for me, at least, to have them both say on the same day, that's it, we're done with well, this Well, I think guy. you could feel like you hit rock bottom. I guess. I could have felt like that many other weeks with Matt Canada. I, now, I, I don't know. Somebody made that decision, and I was under the impression that most people believe it was Art, in which case Tomlin was lying, in which case Art is lying, in which case... Why should we believe him when he says it's it's solely Mike's hire here? Yeah, he said Mike will have the final say, but he also said he and Omar would have input on it, that they talk every day. Um, but he said, I don't want to change the, what was it, the order of command or... Uh, line of authority? Yeah, line of authority. Well, I mean, 
I, I think he's the guy that fired Bruce Arian, so that was changing the line of authority right there. Yeah. And At I least think, as far as the coach goes. I think most people believe he's the guy that stepped in on Canada as well. But I don't know. That's the thing. We don't know for sure. It seems very murky. But we know that, that Mike Tomlin is the guy who hired and doubled down on Canada, no which doubt. was the worst mistake of his career for which there has been zero accountability. So, again, we get back to the old phrase, stability without accountability. Does he get to butcher the next offensive coordinator hire too? Uh, if, according to what Art said, yes. Hopefully he won't butcher it. Well, the last two coordinators have hardly inspired he, hope that he, they'll, he'll get this one he right. He promoted those two guys from within, so now he's going to go out. We'll see what he finds. Yeah. I'm not inspired, are you? Not really. Again, I'm not inspired because whoever they bring in still has a quarterback room that I think is deficient. I'm not inspired because his last two coordinators um, – were totally unwanted when they left here and he's over for his last two let's put it that way and a lot and a lot of people by the way think that art was very influential in bringing todd haley here as well so it's a very very murky situation and i'll be curious to see what the steelers do i think we all are um fan text line brought to you by edgar snyder and associates personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you We'll continue the Art Rooney discussion with reporters. You can weigh in, probably top of the hour. Best time for that, 412-928-9370. We're live at Studio B here at Bowser Chevrolet. Ron? Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I had to drive all the way to Monroeville today from uh, Cranberry, and I thought for sure I'd see a Mr. Rooter Plumbing truck. I didn't. So I'm guessing when I drive home today, there will be one out on the road that I see. There's over 50 of them every day going to somebody's home to fix a backed-up sewer, maybe to somebody's business to fix a broken water heater. Uh, you know, I always smile when I see the truck, not because somebody has a plumbing problem, but because they had the good sense to call 412-ROOTER-2. 412-ROOTER-2. Mr. Rooter Plumbing, my pal Bob Beal, has built a plumbing company empire uh, going on 21 years in this market. Uh, and getting bigger and better every single day. So I'll, I'll bet you I'll see one of those trucks uh, going home today. I'll always smile, as I say, uh, when I see one. The number to get that truck, 412-ROOTER-2, if you have any kind of plumbing problem, 412-ROOTER-2. Phones answer round the clock. Uh, financing is available. Uh, I've said this for months, well, actually years now. Uh, Pittsburgh's number one, number one, number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. It's Cooking Joe. We're at Studio B. Bowser Chevy in Monroeville. Having a very nice time for ourselves listening to Art, the second talk from yesterday. And, you know, this general feeling of, man, now we're really kind of getting sick of this. We're getting pretty impatient here, Mike and I, you know. Seven years in. What do they plan to do about that, Ron? Well, they think they're going to hire a good offensive coordinator to start with. And that he's going to find a way to get the most out of Pickett. And they're hoping they have another real strong draft class like they did last year. That's what I think they plan to do about it in their best intentions. Maybe sign an impactful free agent? What about draft a quarterback? What about bring in a quarterback? If they were really, really impatient. In fact, I think they're being very patient with Pickett for sure, right? Sure. No, I agree. You know, and they did bring in free agents last year. Um, you know, they brought them in because, uh, you know, I, I think of uh, – they think it's uh, Sam Alu. They think beefed up the offensive line. Who else did they bring out? Obviously, Cole Holcomb, Quan Alexander. They thought they beefed Pat up. Pete, yeah. Pat Pete. They thought they, uh, uh, they uh, beefed up everything, but they still didn't get the quarterback play. Hanging around at 10 wins is just nine or 10 wins. I mean, how many teams won nine or ten games this year? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, 
19 teams won nine or more games this year. Even at double figures, almost 40% of the league won double figures at 10. I'm just not real impressed by it. And I'm with you. I actually thought they took a step back. This I feel less hopeful coming out of this year than I did last Absolutely. year because of the quarterback situation. Absolutely. And there's one other thing. And that, they're older now. Cam that, is a year older. Yes. Watt is a year older. That was older. just what I was going to say. I mean, yeah, that that's a big part of it too. They're a year older. Another injury for TJ Watt. Another injury for Cam Hayward. Both coming off injuries again. You know, it's a, it's a marathon of a season. They got 17 more of them and maybe more next year. Hopefully more next year. And then Minka, the way he plays, his body's getting racked up a little bit too. Let's go back to the tape, Sean. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Kenny's, uh, you know, we, we still feel, feel comfortable with Kenny. But, you know, that being said, uh, you know, you can't discount what Mason did and can't discount the fact that, you know, having competition uh, will be good for everybody. And- They've both really been almost complimentary of Mason. Almost. Yeah. I mean, Tomlin did say... More at the end of the... Tomlin wasn't complimentary of him the whole last four games. Right. Oh, he's a competitor. He prepares. That was about the best he could say about him. Yeah. Now was a little stronger after, I think, you know, they saw that he gave them a chance. You can't discount it. That's what they've That's both exactly said. exactly what Tomlin You, you, you have to too. acknowledge right. it. Right. Do you think they get their talking points together, Ron, or no? Because a lot of the stuff they said was exactly the same. I think they do. I think they do do that. I, there's no doubt in my mind. You know who gets the talking points? Whenever Tomlin says something after a game, you know he says it in the locker room and the players all almost verbatim no doubt. say what he does. Now, maybe, you know, Art read what Tomlin said, heard what he said. And, you know, I don't know that they sit down and say we got to be united on this. But I think if there's a ma- massive difference, I'm sure they talk. I can't think of a worse word to use to describe themselves in regard to Pickett than comfortable because I don't believe it. They're as far from comfortable as you could possibly be. They're extremely uncomfortable with the idea of Kenny Pickett coming back, which is why they're going out of their way to say they want competition, then they want it in the form of Mason. If you're comfortable with somebody, then you don't want competition. Yeah, they're just not. I mean, they can't be. I mean, they, they're not blind. They saw what Pickett did, and I think he regressed, and I think they probably th- thinks he regressed too. But again, I think you're doomed if you just bring those two to camp and, you know, some low-round draft choice to be the third arm. You know? Well, that's what's going to happen, don't you think? I, th- 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 well, if they sign Mason, almost certainly, I would think. And if they, but I'm not at all sold they're going to sign Mason. But if they don't, it's not going to be somebody it's not gonna notable. Be, it's not going to be Kirk Cousins. It's going to be a Case Keenum type. It's not going to be Kirk Cousins or somebody, or even Russell Wilson, I wouldn't think. I hope it's Russell Wilson, but I don't even think it will be him either. Although I think there's a there's a 10 to 20% chance of something like that happening, but it's more likely it's going to be a journeyman backup behind Pickett, which inspires maybe even less hope. No doubt. Sean? And uh, I think Mike feels that way, and we all feel that way. So, you know, I'd, I'd say there's still more to come to see who's who's in the room on, on the quarterback room when we start camp this summer. All right, when you mentioned the search for the next offensive coordinator, what qualities are, are you looking for in that hire and, and how much um, of a factor are your preferences in kind of the, the hiring process? Well, I mean, number one, to be clear, it's Mike's hire. You know, head coaches hire their coordinators, and, uh, you know, I think it'd be a mistake for me to try to, to – uh, you know, screw up the lines of authority, let's say, in terms of how, how things are supposed to work. You know, that being said, we, you know, we, Mike and I talk every day. Omar talks every day, you know, sharing ideas. But, you know, that's got to be Mike's hire. And, and I think Mike identified, you know, we want somebody that, uh, you know, has some experience uh, and, uh, you know, somebody that has, you know, let's say a track record that, that we can look at and feel comfortable with. And uh, so, you know, those are the things that Mike, Mike uh, is looking for. Mason was here, obviously. Does that mean Arthur Smith, Ron? Are we? Are you starting to get the Artie Smith idea? Some here? of the guys I, I know that you know, I at least follow on Twitter, believe that he is a serious candidate, more so than the other guys they brought in here. 
I hope they're I waiting know. for Clint Kubiak, who actually, I believe, does have some play-calling experience with Minnesota. He was their offensive coordinator in 21, so he would qualify under the parameters of what they say they're looking for, an experienced play-caller. Arthur Smith would be so incredibly uninspired. He would be the classic guy. If I thought I was going... If I thought 10-7 and seven was the answer and being on the bubble every year and maybe winning a playoff game and maybe not and being comfortable with Kenny Pickett and we're comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. Man, Arthur Smith would be the perfect guy for that. <laughs> They'll be in it. They'll Pull be in it. a nice right? old-fashioned play-action offense, even though we don't have uh, Derrick Henry in his prime or anything close to that, and maybe a worse quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. But we'll, wanna, we'll run a basic rudimentary offense, tailored around the run game with play-action mixed in. Get out of here with this, Ron. Yeah, this kind of leaves me lukewarm too. Um, I mean, maybe I, Luke Getzey. He leaves me Luke Getzey. I know. Uh, I know some people, you know, defend him and saying that Tannehill played the best under him. That he got a lot out of him, and obviously he did have Derrick Henry. And I, I like Najee. I'm all in favor of picking up his fifth year option, but he ain't no Derrick Henry. No, and it, that that part is true. That Ryan Tannehill had, had his best season under Arthur Smith. But, man, that team, they were really good, so we got to see them a lot. They were on TV a lot. And I remember thinking, this is as basic an offense as I've ever seen, and it's built around one of the a greatest top, five, of a all top time. five running back of all time. Right. It seemed to me that they would run Derrick Henry, run Derrick Henry. Other teams were loaded up to stop Derrick Henry. So a play action presented all kinds of golden opportunities with wide open receivers. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. But it is, that part is true, though, that Tannehill did play well under him. Seth? Well enough to make you think that he's going to be the guy. What's your view picking? on get over <clears throat> They not recognize that you could do what he did in those four games. Well, um, you know, I think uh, it's hard to say whether he would have had the same, you know, same results if he started a whole season. I mean, this wasn't the first season he played for us, and, and 
look overall, I think Mason's results as a starting quarterback in the in this league have been positive for the most part, and and so we know that, and and uh, we know that going forward, and that's one of the reasons why we want to have him back. So, uh, you know, whether whether he played, he should have played more prior to this. You know, I, I, I'm not gonna speculate on that at this point. I'm not gonna speculate on that. It would be, I mean, it would I mean, be retroactive speculation. Do you think they would have had a better season if, if they had handed the job to Rudolph, as unrealistic as that was? Uh, maybe a little bit better, but I don't think significantly. I, I don't think significantly. I know, but it gets me to thinking even one game better, then you're up to 11 wins. Yeah. But I don't know because Matt Canada was the guy calling but the play. Even, even uh, you know, again, he goes, Mason, his experience as a starter was pretty good. Then he goes, for the most part. I mean, it's just such all lukewarm. Oh, it, it, that, that's the theme I of mean, this. It is all lukewarm, and I get it. I, I mean, you know, if I'm being honest, I can't gush about these guys. Yeah. I'd be lukewarm, too. He should have done this. He should have done this media session in a pool of lukewarm water. <laughs> Everybody jump in and ask your question. Oh, man. I mean, think, take, us, take the bird's eye view here. What is being discussed here? We're comfortable with Kenny Pickett, but we want a pending free agent, Mason Rudolph, to come in and provide the competition. But we're not willing to go to the mat where we say, we are going after Mason Rudolph and we're giving him a shot at this job. No, in fact, Tomlin said it's going to be Pickett, and yeah, we'd like to bring in Mason to compete with him. And competition's good for everybody. It's, it's, where else is this happening? Where else? I don't know. And how do you even stage a fair competition? I've reached that point. Well, we talked about camp. that before. I mean, and, and OTAs. And, 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 and even in preseason, it just means nothing. Mason's throwing better spirals. What? Right. Well, that's what Caboli will tell you. Every day at practice, he says, We watched Mason. He was the best of the three. At best he, at what? I don't Warm up know. throws? Running the offense, I guess. I Which offense? Know. The four offense against the five defense? I, I, you can't run a fair competition. Tomlin had his mind made up that year that it was going to be Trubisky no matter what, and he has his mind made up this year it's going to be Pickett at the beginning no matter what. Now, he's proven he's more than willing to bench and bury Pickett. Or as Trubisky as he did. Yes. So, well, yeah, it's more significant to me that he's willing to bench and bury the guy that he drafted to be the future of the franchise. So if I'm Rudolph, that's duly noted, and I'm completely naive and actually stupid if I if I believe I'm coming back here to a wide-open competition in training camp. What I'm coming back to is the number two job, solidified, without competition, and the idea that I can replace that guy if he stinks because the head coach has already shown that he will do that. Or he gets hurt. Right. Pickett has a history of injuries. This is a disaster. <laughs> we've been saying that all along haven't we i mean this is just rearranging deck chairs they could have the 74 draft again it's just rearranging the deck chairs around quarterbacks who can't take you where you want to go and it's it's all relative to a lot of other teams and even those teams are having trouble i was looking at lamar's record today you know two and four in the playoffs but then i was looking around the league josh allen hasn't been to a super bowl Joe Burrow hasn't won a Super Bowl. Tua's 0-1. Lawrence is 1-1. Jalen Hurts is 2-3. Justin Herbert's never won a playoff game. I, I mean, you have some really, really good players, players who are light years ahead of the quarterbacks that the Steelers have. And, and they can't get it. Done. And they can't, which makes it seem even more hopeless. Could they win a playoff game? Sure. They could. A lot of guys win playoff games. You could win one. I'd like to see it. Yeah, in our lifetime, before it's been the seven next. years, you might have heard. Before the decade ends. I always picture an auctioneer, Ron, when I'm picturing uh, how many years is too many for Art and a lot of the Tomlin defenders without a playoff win. Do we have eight years, eight years, nine years, <laughs> ten years? Do we have 15 years without a playoff win? 15, 15, going once, well, going I, twice. I, I think this is the first time that, if I'm not mistaken, that Art said we're tired of losing these playoff games. Right, me and Mike are both tired yeah, of losing it's, these it's playoff t- games. We're tired of it, so I don't know that he's ever said that, so maybe seven's the limit. What happens if they don't make it next year in eight? This coach is still going to be back. No doubt. 
he's going to sign probably a two-year extension, although Bart was very unclear about confirming what, what was reported, that this extension is on its way, maybe imminently. And he was even asked about the years, and I think he was asked, we'll hear this, if there were any parts written into the contract about continuing in mediocrity here. And he said, well, I'm not going to get into that right now. Like, what do you write, incentives? Or you have to, do you write in the old, uh, what's Kirk Ferentz's kid's name? Brian, I think. Brian. Where, where he said you have to score you so average many points 25 points to, a game. to get the job back. Right? And he didn't, by the way, and he's gone. Now they hired a new offensive coordinator. Mike, here's your new 15-year extension. If you don't win a playoff game by year 14, man, are we going to get impatient. I'll tell you that. We're going to get real impatient then. I, I don't know. I You know, Dulac reported that Art said he was getting an extension. Yes. Not like like right. sources say. Right. It was Art confirms he'll get it. And I, yesterday was very vague. What will happen when it happens? That means it will happen sometime in July, right before training camp. I just got a text from somebody saying, I think the Steelers are going to hire Arthur Smith and sign Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Don't count it out, Rod. Tannehill's still out there. There's, he could be the guy. There's your veteran quarterback. Yes. Right? Can you imagine that? No, I can't. Although, didn't he start the game against Jacksonville? I right? can, didn't yeah. He, didn't he start the game to beat Jacksonville at the end? Yes, he did. You called the, And he played quite well. You called the Tennessee win. He played quite well at least for a while. That wouldn't surprise me a bit. I think he's going to be out there. And if he's looking to hook up with the, the, his greatest coach, Artie Smith. Success. Now, don't call him Artie. He's going to have don't. to be called Artie if he comes Now, here. I'm not going to say what you don't like to be called. What? You know what you Joey. Don't. You don't want to be called Joey. He may not want to be called we'll ask him. Artie. We'll have him on right when he gets here. <laughs> we'll call him Artie. Hey, Artie. Arthur, do you mind if we call you Artie? Art. Is his name Art Smith or Arthur? I've never seen him called anything but Arthur. The last time I saw him, he was all hot and bothered because uh, who was it who scored on the victory formation? That the they Saints. Were oh, New the Orleans. The they were beating James the Falcons Winston, by 70 points. Jameis Winston called the play, right? <laughs> it changed the play. Instead of a kneel down, had a guy get a, a carry and a touchdown for a bonus. And Arthur wanted to punch out the, who's that, Dennis Allen? Yeah. What a kick in the groin for Artie on that and one, right? Artie was fired the next day. <laughs> the very next day he was fired. You're already a, worse than a lame duck. You're a dead duck going into that game. And then at the end, Jameis Winston comes out of the victory formation and they score a touchdown. That's, a, that's exactly right. That was our last view of Artie, as you like to call him. There's that one gif out there of the, it's like a, I don't know, a, taekwondo expert or something repeatedly getting kicked in the groin have you seen that one ron like a hundred times in a row no that was already at the end right? of his falcons tenure did i hope not, he did not go well there for no me. it didn't he identified but again he had one major issue yeah he didn't have a quarterback either because he identified the wrong one and couldn't develop him right desmond get rid of him desmond get rid of him uh-huh. yes like that horse? i do like that and that's a problem for me this guy's best thinking his whole life in training told him to draft Desmond, get rid of him. And then he got, well, he didn't get rid of him. He played him and he stunk. Marcus Mariota. Well, that wasn't his fault. I don't think anybody could get blood from that stuff. No, stone. but that was who was tried to win with. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a coordinator, are you thinking, I can't win there anyway with these quarterbacks? I suppose there's only 32 jobs. Yeah. You I, know what, though? You could probably get by which is what the Steelers seem to do best these days. I might think to myself, yeah, I mean, Pickett has won, what is he, 14 and 10? I could win 60% of my games, win 10 games. Get to and the- I think these guys also have such egos that I can get through to him, I can make him a winner. Yeah. He Zach, gets, Zach he, Robinson he, wanted no part of an interview, he, though. He gets in my, yeah, but that seems to be he wanted to go with Raheem Morris, right? You think if a young Ben was here, he wanted to go with Raheem Morris? He would have at least uh, listened to me. I don't know. I don't I'm know just asking. I mean, I think he was married to Raheem Morris. But, I mean, these guys all think, you know, I, I can do the impossible that nobody else could. Yeah. And I think that would make the job, you know, like as you said, there's only 32 of them. I agree with every syllable and half syllable, half syllable you just too. uttered, Ron. Good. Let's continue this <clears throat> because it's spawning some very 
intriguing discussions here. We'll continue this. Then we'll talk to Jay Caulfield in the next hour about the Penguins and where are they headed? How do you fix their two main problems? Three-on-three power play. We've asked this a million times. At least Sully broke up the units the other day. Does, Does Jay think they'll stay broken up? Let's talk to him at the bottom of the hour, but at the top of the hour, Art had some very interesting things to say coming up here, including a line or two about the possibility or not possibility of a new stadium in Pittsburgh. That's all ahead on Cookin' Joe. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. We're also going to talk about college sports later, Ron. I think we should talk a little NIL. It's just there's some deals being made around the country that are unbelievable, and I have many thoughts on that. And then we'll dig into my mailbag. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy 2024. Starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. High of 44 today. Cloudy chance of snow overnight. Let me tell you about JP roofing and siding. First about JP himself, Joe Potochnik, a wonderful man a philanthropist, uh, a mentor to many, including A-Rod, and also a guy who knows how to run a business because he's been doing it for 42 years, nationally recognized, platinum preferred, also knows how to grow a hell of a mustache. He'll be the first to tell you that. You've probably seen him on football broadcasts and such on television. There he is, JP, Joe Potochnik. $500 off right now, any roofing or siding installation I just said uh, what the weather was may turn again, probably going to turn many times before we get to the good stuff. And that means if you're having roofing or siding issues, you're going to feel it. So you can be preemptive, prevent a problem, or you can fix something gone wrong. And these are the things that JP and A-Rod and company do best. Give them a call, 412-829-7711. That's 829-7711. With your fan headlines, this is Sean Myers. Pitt men's basketball returns to the hardwood tomorrow night at home. The Panthers 3-6 and six in the ACC welcome the 5. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.